Hi, welcome to another episode of the Community Board Podcast with your host Miguel Valdez and I'm here today in a celebration mode here with my friend Danny Solis. Danny, how you doing? I'm great, Miguel. How are you doing, my friend? Good. Danny, for our friends, uh, they're not familiar with your work. Who is Danny Solis and can you introduce yourself and, and who... If the, the world wants to know, who's Danny Solis? Sure. Firstly, I'm a father. That's the most important thing Great. in my life. I have a son. He's about to be nine years old in a couple of days. And his name is Tegan Miguel Solis. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he's the light of my life. So that's who I am. Firstly, I'm a father. Secondly, I am an artist and a community member and somebody who's interested in doing good for the community. I've been a poet most of my life. Since I was about five years old, I wrote my first poem. And... Uh, Never looked back. I've been writing poetry and short stories, and I want to write a novel and screenplays. And uh, right now I'm working on an event called Day of the Dead Poets Slam, which combines the traditional elements of Dia de los Muertos with the world-famous poetry slam. And the catch here is that in poets, instead of coming as themselves and doing their own poems, they choose one of their favorite dead poets. And okay. they dress up as that poet and do that poet's poetry. But it's still a competition. It, and poets, you, poets get scored. So yeah. on the competition is the the way that they deliver or or the way that they dress, the whole, the whole concept? Everything, yeah. The whole concept, how they deliver it, what poems they choose, which I think is oh. very important, um, how they dress up. Uh, you know, their their performance, everything. Every little nuance that makes a difference. And poets are scored by judges chosen at random out of the audience on a scale of 0 to 10 using decimals to avoid ties. So sometimes poets can win or lose by one-tenth of a point. Wow. In your case, when you uh, mentioned that you wrote your first poem at 9, what did that inspire you? What was that poem about? Well, like most poets, I thought I was in a lot of pain at the time. <laughs> and uh, it was it was a poem about, you know, looking at the rain, and I rhymed rain with pain. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It was it was five-year-old poetry, so okay. it, was a, it was a start. And then do you, do you write it to somebody, or, oh, or, yeah, or was family. that assignment, or how, how? No, no, I wrote that just for myself. Okay. And I read it to all my family members over and over until they would run when they would see me coming with a piece <laughs> of paper in my hand, so. And then that got you writing? That got me writing, yeah. I, I uh, have two older sisters, and they played school with me and taught me how to read and write before I even got to school. Okay. So, you know, that was kind of a, an advantage, but at the time it just seemed like torture. And uh, for somebody who is on the field of writing or, you know, they had that thing for writing, how how do you, um, I don't know, with these days, you know, every, everything is too fast. Everything is yeah is different yeah, than is. from five, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, especially. And, 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 and the, the field of poetry, what is your take on that? Well, I, I think the most important thing for people to do is read. It's like if you're a musician mm -hmm. and you, you listen to music all the time, you learn, you know, and you learn by reading and you learn by writing and not just writing poems. If you think you're a poet, write something different. Write a letter to someone and not electronically. Sit down, write it by hand, write a short story. If you're a short story writer, write some poems, mm -hmm. etc. Try to change it up to keep it fresh. 
but again, reading, I think that's the most important thing. Young poets sometimes ask me, how do I get better? And I say, yeah. read. Read everything. Read graphic novels. Read, read short stories. Read biographies. Read everything. Read historical yeah. fiction. Read everything. You know, on, on my field when I work with and uh, my work on with researchers, they they start learning and understanding the importance of storytelling. Do you do some storytelling on your work? Do oh, you do? Oh yeah, I think a lot of my poems. And how other cultures also use that? Yeah, I mean, we are nothing but our stories. I think, and I grew up hearing all kinds of stories. I'm sure as you did, you know, Grandpa had one set of stories, and then Grandma would correct him. And that was very funny. And, you know, Mama had another set of stories. And, and Dad had a set of stories. And everybody, you know, tios had their own stories and tias. And everybody would sit around and tell those stories. And that was, I think, one of the formative elements of my growing up. Is that understanding that knowing these things were it was very important to know mm -hmm. who you were and where you came from. And what what the stories were. And, and how how sometimes the stories differed according to who told them was also very interesting. Um, but I, I, I do tell uh, stories in my poems. I, I do a lot of narrative poetry, and not just my own. Sometimes there are stories that I kind of make up in my head when I see someone, or or I get some just a few facts about a situation, and I'll, I'll make up a, a narrative poem. I'll compose yeah. a narrative poem about it. But stories are, are very, very important, you know, and it's funny because it's such an ancient thing telling stories but now it seems like a modern thing because you know medicine has discovered it and it's trendy and we have the moth storytelling competition in the cities and all that stuff you know actually moth is across the nation too but yeah it's it old things get rediscovered yep but it, why do they get rediscovered because they have incredible value they're effective yep. yeah i i remember growing up taking the public transportation and making stories of individuals you know because i always take the seven o'clock so it's usually the same right. uh individuals writing with me and same thing i will make stories on of or you know create you create your characters with those individuals in there and, and your 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 mind just goes absolutely did you ever write them down or did you just make them up in your head for no your own I, amusement yeah just it was my own entertainment but That's now that great. i think about it but yeah i love to you know, and you, and you get to a point when you start missing, like, oh, where is this lady? She's not right in here, or right, or well, yeah, where's that girl, the lady with the two kids, and always is struggling. Yeah, you make up a story about why she's not there. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, you know, she won the lottery. She doesn't have to go to work anymore. <laughs> I she's know. got a limo. It's, I hope. I so who knows? Anything. Yeah. So Danny, for Day of the Dead. Yes, sir. When is the event? It is November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Okay. We're so is that a weekend event? What? Tell me the days. No, it starts on what's a wind. It's a, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. And we're going this year from one day to three days. We're expanding. We're doing four events in three days. Thursday night. Everything's at Rochester Arts Center, first of all. Oh, Thir in one place. Good. Yeah, one place. Thursday night, it's a youth poetry showcase, My Story, My Voice. Mm -hmm. And it looks like we're going to have a lot of young people, some from STEM Academy, some from Boys and Girls Club and other places. Awesome. And it's it's super exciting. And uh, that's, that's going to be the youth poetry showcase. We're very excited. And then on Friday, 
We have the VIP, which mm-hmm. is the very important pachanga, mm-hmm. which is just a big party. Yes. And it's more of a happy hour thing from about six or so to eight o'clock. Um, it's still family friendly. It's or, sure, yeah. sure. It's family friendly. Yep. And uh, um, that is more for people who have contributed. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're also going to sell tickets for $10 a piece. But also because of who I am, I would never turn anybody away. Yeah. You know, my artist friends show up like I have done so many times to paid events and with their pockets turns in, inside out or, hey, I've only got two bucks and some change. I'll just be like, get in, get in there. Go ahead and mm-hmm. have some fun. So that's Friday night. And then Saturday during the day, it coincides with Free Family Day. Which is every the first Saturday? First Saturday of every month, and it just yep. happens to coincide. So we're joining forces with Rack to add some elements of Day of the Dead, uh, sugar skull decorating, mm-hmm. papel picado, and yep. altar making, and also passing out informational sheets and talking to people about Dia de los Muertos to educate a little bit for people who don't know. But also for those who do know, mm-hmm. we have everything set up. They can come in. They can create an altar They can decorate sugar skulls, do papel picado, and that's from one to four at rack. And then Saturday night is the uh, the big event, and uh, that is the Day of the Dead Poet Slam. And it looks like we're going to have that event. Well, the doors open at six, and about six forty-five, we're going to have some Aztec dancers. Okay. And then about seven o'clock, the competition starts. And uh, that's the first day. That's that's. Saturday. Saturday. Wow, it's so much stuff going on. This is great. Yeah. So let's say somebody who's listening to this in Iowa or in Austin, the rack, Rochester Art Center is located on Third Avenue. And, and Civic Center. And Civic Center. Yeah, right. Okay. There, right across the street from the library. Kind of caddy corner. Okay. And everything's gonna be in the grand lobby. Great. So yeah, we're very so, excited. What about if somebody wants to get involved in a different way? Can they volunteer? Absolutely. They can volunteer. And uh, I'll give my email and my phone number right now. Some okay. people are like, don't give your phone number. I don't care. People can call me. My email is E-L-D-A-N-N-Y-S-O-L-I-S. Solis at yahoo.com. And my phone number is 505, not 507. Mm-hmm. 505-459-3574. And I am co-director of the event with McKay Bram. So okay. if I can't answer your question or help you out, I'll know who to direct you to in order to answer your question or get you where you need to be to do whatever you want. We do need volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, we got four, as I said, four events in three days. Yeah, that's so, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So, so we will need some members of the community to pitch in. Mm-hmm. But we're going to reward our volunteers And uh, the very the very least thing you get if you're a volunteer is a T-shirt. So this is our second year. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing T-shirts. The first year we didn't do any T-shirts. We were pretty small yep. the first year, but uh, it's growing. Oh, it's growing. It's growing. We're very excited about it. So, yeah. Um, so volunteers, if you want to volunteer, you get a free T-shirt. So and fun at the very least, and fun, and you get to contrib- contribute it's to your community. Be part of something. Yeah. So, Danny, that area code, where is that area code from? That's New Mexico. New Mexico. Is that where you moved in before? How long have you been here in the Midwest? About three years. Three years. Yeah. Okay. I moved here in 2013, May of 2013. I actually got here on, on uh, May 3rd, which was a Friday, and there was the record snow. Oh, welcome. And that was my <laughs> welcome to Rochester. And, and what uh, is the thing that you love the most of Rochester, I Minnesota? Love, I love how green it is. 
I love how green it is, and I love that it's full of possibilities. Mm-hmm. You know, in the cities, everybody's doing everything, and everybody's already done everything. You know, and they're just repeating. Here, there's so many things that have not been done. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I would like to bring here and get started mm-hmm. is a uh, high school poetry slam teams. Um, there's a, a a festival called Louder Than a Bomb that happens in Chicago every year. And they get high schools from all over the Midwest. And it's incredibly exciting and intense, and the kids love it. And uh, Rochester, to my knowledge, has never sent a team. And I think that's a crime. And uh, we need to get together. I've been working with the Rochester Diversity Council. There's a little bump. There's a Mm -hmm. plug for Rochester Diversity Council doing great work. I've been working with them and Rochester Arts Center to try to get something going in the schools, poetry-wise, performance, competing, and all that stuff. I think it's very necessary. Kids, kids are waiting for it. I mean, I know they're ready. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just us, the adults who haven't gotten our act together, to to plug in the necessary components to get poetry slam happening yeah. for youth. I'm o- only aware of the STEM Academy. Did they have um? What is more, spoken word? I think. Spoken word, spoken poetry. Word. Yep. Eh, it's all the same. Yeah. I mean, it, you you know, you can call it whatever you want, man. What it boils down to is like what we were talking about earlier: those stories mm-hmm. and emotions. And communicating, and for me, what I tell kids is, you got to tell your story because you got a story that's unique, and the world needs to hear from you. And once we learn about each other's stories, we become more human to each other. Yeah. Once we become more human, we're a little bit kinder to each other, and our community gets better, our city, our mm-hmm. county, our state, our country, our universe, and not just for us, but for generations to come. If we see each other as more human and have more compassion and empathy, we learn about each other. We learn to laugh together. You know everything. Cry together. The whole, the whole gamut. And what about uh, what do you miss the most from the five five code area? Two things really: the proximity of hot springs. There are beautiful hot springs up in the mountains. Natural hot springs, fed right out of the living rock, out of the ground. You know, super hot water. Beautiful landscape. Incredible. Going up there with friends. You know, or even alone. And uh, and get into those hot springs. Just it's an amazing experience. And the other thing, of course, the food. You know, the green chile, the red chile, which actually red chile comes from green chile. But anyway, the New Mexican food is unique. And mm-hmm. I grew up, you know, a Tejano and eating Tex-Mex and all the kinds of Mexican food because um, my parents would take us to Mexico every year. Would stay like three weeks or a month and travel around. So, but I had never experienced anything like New Mexican food. It is different and it is incredible. In fact, recently I got some hatched chilies and roasted them and made a green chili stew. It's sitting in my fridge right now. I'll get you some. I'll bring yeah. you some if you want. Yeah, I was roasting once. Um, man, that was a bad episode. I was roasting some peppers. And, you know, if you it, it just take a second that it pass, it gets too smoky and, and it just it burns your eyes. It burns. Oh, yeah. It, gets, well, it goes like that. So, anyways. You gotta be careful. The oh. smoke, the smoke carries the oil. Yes, and it, and it gets on you. And it can burn you. So you gotta yeah, be careful. Yeah. So in the middle of winter, I had to open all the windows. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but you're yeah. right about the chilies. Yeah. So the the food in the hot springs. You know? I see. And and of course, all of my friends, many of whom are more like family than friends, you know. And and Tegan, I mean, there now you got me making a list, you know. But uh, but the other thing, Tegan has a lot of friends there you know that he grew up with and uh 
Um, so we miss them, and and also you know that for a small city, I mean about seven hundred fifty thousand or so Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. Um, the museums are great, the zoo, the biopark, the botanical. I think garden. that's a good size city. Yeah, seven fifty. I think you got everything, and still still pretty small. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's like a small town, big town, but the the zoo, the botanic garden, the aquarium. Uh, the Explorer Museum, Museum of Natural History. I'm kind of a nerd. I love museums and stuff like that and go hang out. So, you know, those are wonderful facilities. The Museum of Art and History. Um, but I get back about once once a year. So that's okay. nice. Well, that's great, man. Danny, let's let's repeat the date so our friends are on tune for this event coming absolutely, up. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Thursday, November 3rd. Okay. My Story, My Voice, Youth Poetry Showcase. That's open to everybody. That's open to everybody. Everybody. Super mm-hmm. family friendly. We'd love it if we just packed the grand lobby mm-hmm. to the gills. Then Friday night. It's, uh, it's people. Are uh, you guys going to be doing uh, some uh, uh, Calaveras face painting that day? Oh, or, yes. Or people can come already. They can come with their faces painted. We're also going to be doing face painting. Okay. Traditional mm-hmm. Calavera face painting. And we're going to have some uh, supplies there to decorate as well. Right. Sugar skulls and different things. So uh, That's on Thursday. That's on Thursday. Thursday from 6 to 8. November 3rd. November 3rd. Mm-hmm. Then Friday, VIP, very important pachanga. That's mm-hmm. going to be uh, more like a, a happy hour, but still very family friendly. Mm-hmm. We're going to put out some snacks. We're going to have some drinks. We're going to have a DJ. Some of the poets who will be competing on Saturday night will be performing on that night as well. So you get like a sneak preview of some of the poets and I'll be performing that night. Okay. Um, so we're very we're very excited about that and actually uh, uh, Nicole Fanoyam Dahara yes. will be designing that night for us. We're so excited to have her as a part of the team as well. Very thrilled to have have her working on this event. And then Yeah, we were lucky for having her here on the podcast and she's great. Oh, she's amazing. And so then then uh, um, Saturday day from 1 to 4, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, free family day at Rack. And again, there'll be face painting, sugar skull decorating, mm-hmm. papel picado, altar making, and information. It's an educational mm-hmm. event. So we'll be educating people about the event. And uh, then uh, Saturday night, the 5th, we're still we're on Saturday, the 5th of November, um, doors open at 6. So come get a drink, buy a T-shirt, hang out, have some food, have some snacks, and... Uh, We'll have, there's a cash bar that night, and uh, the, the snacks will be free because we've got the support mm-hmm. of many local businesses, you know. Rochester's been loving us up, and I want to I thank everybody. That's great for everybody. Yeah, without going into commercial. But doors open at 6. Come hang out, socialize, get your face painted, you know, decorate a sugar skull, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, about 6.45, we're going to have some Aztec dancers bless the entire proceedings and... Uh, you know, playing drums and dancing and burning copal and uh, the conchas and all that stuff. So we're lo- really looking forward to that. That'll be the first year that we're doing that. And then around 7 o'clock starts the Day of the Dead Poets Slam with eight incredible f- poets, four from the cities, because mm-hmm. we had auditions in the cities this year, and four from Rochester. So great. that's what's up. Well, book your calendar. And for three days, that's plenty. It's going to be fun. Four, four events in three days. We're going to be exhausted. So, All right. Yeah, we would look forward to everybody coming out. Danny, uh, come back again. Let us know when you have another event or anything that you want to share with your friends. 
everybody uh, follow us on Facebook. Do you guys have a Facebook event, right? We're we gonna sure do. We're gonna plug it in in the website, and we'll, we'll put all the information that Danny just shared in case that you didn't write it down. We'll get the info, the website, the Facebook. So give us a like in our Facebook on Community Board, on Twitter, Community Board, and you can find all this information in our site on smartridenetwork.net. And stay tuned for more events. And and can I give the yes, website please. address? Deadpoets.com. Or I'm sorry, Dead Poets Slam. Dead poetsslam.com deadpoetsslam.com alright and check the site and stay tuned bye bye